I don't know. I have the functional short-term memory of a half-dead goldfish right now. Salty Frank, we both know what dihydrogen monoxide is. Blake is an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's what (laughs) That was the best laugh! That was the best laugh you've ever done! You turned into a supervillain! You're like, (laughs) my plan worked! I fooled them all! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I am talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner! And what would it be without, yes, the man, the myth, the dude who makes his voice go into different voices (laughs) that are uncomfortable to me, it's the S, Scotty Moore. Dude, it started off and I realized I was doing Alex Jones and I was like, I'm going to stop this now or else it'll take over. <laughs> it's like a werewolf. And then after that, it just kept morphing and changing. I was like, I have no idea what it's doing now. Now it's off in some other mystical land. Well, it brought me to a special place and then it made me want to rethink my whole life. So I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, I need a new voice for work because anytime I come into work, the manager who works in the department next to me will always go, Mr. Scotty, how are you? And I'm like, I have to do Scottish back, but like, I want a new voice. I need a new voice to reply with. And I don't want it to be Alex Jones, but it might be. We can just go down here to Scotty more. <laughs> It's Shaq. So I'm in the middle of my workplace and I have to take a sick rip of a vape and be like, Hey guys, it's Scotty Moore hey, here. Uh, how, how are you, you doing? doing I'm going to be putting on your shoes. Hey, I just figured out what ear hell is. It's, <laughs> it's People have to listen to me and you attempt to do a Shaq impression at the same time. <laughs> If we had another person, it would open up the gates to hell. Oh, yeah, it would. Um, Oh, my God, Salty Frank in the chat brings up an Alex Jones This Is America mashup. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is America. Don't get you slimming now. (laughs) Did you know Alex Jones is a DJ? Yeah, he's the one. I mean, he did that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, I can't remember what it was, but it was on uh, who I like to call the spiritual brother and better version of this podcast, Night Attack. They were talking about it, and it was like some dude, like, it was actually Alex Jones, but he was pretending not to be Alex Jones, and he was trying to get, like, a new setup. And I'm like, God, that'd be amazing. Just like, are you prepared for me to drop the bass? The whole crowd's like, I don't, I was... Then you fucking yelled at me, and now I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Let me drop the bass! Your voice is horrible, and I, I hate it. 
I'm going to drop it! Please don't! Stop! Will dropping it make you stop talking? <laughs> Quite the opposite! Turn the freaking frogs gay! And then it goes into that weird mashup that every meme compilation video of all time puts in. Including Vine compilations, even though it's longer than six. Have you noticed that? I don't think people know what Vines are anymore. Because people are like, check out this funny Vine compilation. And then it'll be like five two-minute videos. And I'm like, y'all don't. Y'all don't know. Y'all millennials. <laughs> y'all don't remember Vine. But back in my day, they were funny. Back when days. Vine was around in like 2016. Yeah, y'all don't remember. But it was, it, was it was a good thing. I think it was even earlier than that. It might yeah. be like 2014. It was like 2014 to 2017, because I think it died last year. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I had a weird, I had a, have you seen, like, my, uh, I guess the best way I can call it is my tribal blazer. You have a lot of weird blazers. It's the one that's got, like, tribal designs on the side and on the back. And the only reason I remember it very well, and I wear it still to work, but, like, I remember when I went to therapy for the first time, the doctor was just like, oh, you're like Elvis! And I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot of problems with that, but, yeah, I'll take that compliment. Go ahead. I am Elvis. Thank you. I'll be be your Elvis, baby. I'll be be a honey bear. Uh, I was at work the other day wearing it, and I also had a Marty Skrull Villain Club pin on. And I had a woman who I swear to God, I do not know if she works there or not. Because I've seen her there a lot, dude. Like, I've seen her there, like, three days in a row. And I'm like, I'm sure she works here, but she doesn't have a badge. And I've never seen her actually work. I've just seen her go to different apartments and shop. She walked up to me with the urgency of, like, I just saw a child get murdered. And it's just like, excuse me. Yes, hello. Can I help you today? Do you know what the designs on your jacket mean? D- no, they're just kind of... What? They're just designs. Yeah, they're on the sleeves. Oh, okay, and, and the the pin on your lapel? Oh, yeah, that's a, it's a wrestler I really like, and that's why that's there. What about the design upon the back of your jacket? It's, it's just design, ma'am. And I was just like, does this woman think I'm a devil worshiper. Like, that's all I could think was, like, she clearly thinks that I'm trying to bring the devil to life, and my jacket is what shall complete the spell. Alternatively, you could have almost been in a Dalai Lama-type situation. Oh, so it's like C-3PO in uh, Return of the Jedi, where she's just like, I've been searching for you. I'm so happy you're here. You Come pick these me. three objects, and we'll know you're the chosen one. Oh, you wait, you don't know what this means? Oh. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Where did you get this jacket? Oh, yeah, this one dude was going to buy it, and then <laughs> then I said I really wanted it, and he was just like, ah, peace be with you, brother, and then he gave it to me. Fuck, how are we supposed to find him now? That was the jacket! That was the, ja- that was the fucking... You've destroyed an entire religion. You've destroyed our only plan to find him, which was to find the dude wearing the cool jacket. The Goldberg jacket. Man, I found a blazer the other day, and it might be the worst slash best thing that I've never purchased. 
It was, do you know those, I guess I've heard them called flip sequins and they're like, Oh yeah. You rub your hand across it and the sequins flip over. Yeah, yeah, you rub your hand and it changes color. I found a full fucking men's blazer made of flip sequins. I've seen pictures of blazers like that before. They are the worst thing, but I want one. Although, obviously, I I want to get to a point where my entire wardrobe is nothing but opposites. Those fucking weird textured suits with, like, dollars all over them and bloodstains. I'm like, that's all I want to wear to work is a giant suit made of money. I work at a place where people worry about how expensive things are, and I just want to drive that shit home by wearing a suit that looks like money. I feel like if I had a flip sequin jacket people would look at me strangely because I'd be constantly fumbling myself. I feel like they'd be looking at me strangely because someone would have snuck up behind me and in the flip sequence drew a giant penis. (laughs) Sir, do you know what's on your back? No, shit, fuck. And then I just start whipping at my back trying to adjust all the flip sequins back down. Honk if you want to flip my sequins. (laughs) Is that on my uh, my pants? My pants say honk if you want to flip my sequins. And oh, then yeah. you look up and then you flip the sequins. Yep. Okay. You, gonna... you have to honk. The honk is payment for the sequins. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I, I really want... I don't know how to say this properly. I really want to get a high five from a car that's going very fast. And I'm in a car going very fast the opposite direction. Here's the problem, though. Feel like it'd break my bones, but is it worth it? Blake Tanner, your thoughts? No, you would break all the bones. Um, <laughs> the tendons, the ligaments, and the hand. No, let's break this. That's, don't be ridiculous. Let's break this down. I feel like the impact, so wherever the hand hits you. Okay, so what you need to understand is two objects that are going at speed are very dangerous no matter what. My uh, cousin, I think, he once held his hand out and he hit part of a bridge and they weren't even going that fast. And he shattered so much of his hand that it took him five years to get full mobility back. So you're saying do it with your left hand? Yeah, the one that you'd be fine losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, dude, I can do that. I'm not as good at high-fiving with my left hand, but I think we could probably pull this off. Well, on the bright side, then, if you miss, you your hand's okay. Yeah, if you miss, hand's fine. No, actually, knowing my luck, I would miss their hand, be like, oh, no, try to adjust. Then I would hit the fucking rearview mirror and take that off with me while also crushing my hand. Oh, yeah, then it it would tear your hand off like it's made of confetti paper. Yeah. Dude, I I was thinking, because, like, I'm going on a big old, big old trip this weekend to the beach down to Panama City. And I remembered when we went to Panama City, and I was what we did weird. And I'm talking about a specific instance. And it's when I found us a boat. A nice little cruise at sea we could go on. And I got real pumped for it because it was pirate-themed. And they had pirate stuff for the kitties to do. 
And I was like, this seems really dope. And it was really dope and it was really fun and I enjoyed it a lot until thinking back on it. It was just me and a group of like 50 toddlers all doing these different... I think you joined in at one point because it was like a movie and you just looked up like, I can't let him go down alone. I have to join him. And then the kids all squirt gunned us and then the captain squirt gunned us and then... The one really uh, cute performer that was there that was working on the pirate cruise squirted us. And Oh, I forgot about the water guns. Yeah. See, wait, hold on. When you're talking about the very cute performer, are you talking about the one who you wanted to get her number afterwards? Or are you talking about the one with the big mustache who we took a picture with afterwards? Yes. <laughs> Both of them. Little I column wish A, I... little column B, little I column wish... mustache. I wish I could remember that dude's name. That dude was the shit. Well, see, here's the... I don't know if it was a bad thing or not. Because from... When you describe it, me and Blake had fun on a pirate ship dancing with children and shooting them with squirt guns while our friends looked on slightly disapprovingly. (laughs) Then it don't sound that good. But then, like, when you think about it, I think they were excited. Like the be- like the people who actually ran the ship, they were like, oh, wow, we never have adults get in on this. And they seem really, these guys know how to get it done. So let's do this. Surprising number of people that worked on that boat were theater people. Yeah, yeah they were just like, I bet they could have stopped. Oh, wait, no, no, they were. I remember this because the, uh, the cute one that didn't have a mustache. Yeah. I think we started talking to her about all the plays she did at one point. Yep. So, yeah, that's that has to have been the only reason we got a pass, was the fact they were like, Ah, they're one of us. Come, children. Let's go. To be fair, that's one of the few types of people that we are, one of the few types of adult people who would get on a boat like that and not be the ones that people would worry about. So, yeah, I feel good about that. Dude, I really... I want to go back on the boat, to be honest. The only problem is I know my girlfriend would not join in. And so I know I would be the only man on the boat grooving. (laughs) Like, I think you saved me at that point. Because you were just like, I will go with my friend. And two two will be a crowd. And we will scream to the heavens. But if it was just me hanging out with a bunch of kids, at one point, one parent would be like, excuse me, sir. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're tossing you off the boat. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember the second time we went, we went on another boat, but this one was just to see punk-ass dolphins. Which, you know, videos of dolphin searches are always exciting, because you see dolphins jumping up. They don't tell you about, like, the fucking 45-minute trek out into the ocean where there's not shit around you, and then you see a few, like, rocks, and you're like, oh shit, it's dolphins! Oh no, it's rocks! And then finally you see, like, one jump out of the water, and they're like, that's the one! Time to turn around! 45 minutes back into shore. Well, I feel that's weird. I feel spoiled now because I've seen a lot of dolphins jumping from just where I was at the beach. Didn't you get bit by a shark once or something? I've never gotten bit. No. What was the situation? I know you had an injury that was either fishing or shark related. Um. I don't think. I mean, the 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 cut to my hand was a camping thing. Is that what you're thinking about? Hold on. No, I'm going to your Facebook right now, motherfucker. Because I could have sworn this is when you were at the beach. 
and something like rips your entire hand open. And I know there's, I know for a fact, because there's a video of you, like, with your hand bandaged, giving a thumbs up, like the most arrogant motherfucker No, ever. that was a camping trip. We were was nowhere near the ocean. I know, it's, okay. yeah. That, okay. There was only one thing that happened in my life like that. So tell me about the shark attack. Um, okay. So I was, I was in standing woods. in the water, and um, there were a lot of people around, and then I hear some people screaming. And then I see a shark kind of drift past me about yep. 10, 12 feet away. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, that's really cool. Look at that shark just going about it today. It'll be completely all right. It's no big deal. Then I tripped over and I fell and cut my hand on a big shell. <laughs> um, and then I had to go to a hopsicle and get some stitches. You realize this is violent. That was a violently close version to an actual shark story that we have personally, and I do not remember if we've told it on the <laughs> podcast, where me and you were just pimping in. The- which, by the way, this was the same trip where we came up with uh, the worst game ever, which I think we called like beaching or something, and it was where you had to let your <laughs> okay, so you have to let your whole body go limp in water, and then you have to just let it beat you ashore. Yep. You cannot swim or move your appendages. And I think one of our friends died while we tried doing yep. it. In retrospect, but, we should have called, just called it Rip Current. Rip Current, but... Uh, Not because no. of the actual rip tide, or the actual Rip Current, because you would be dead. No, because it killed our friend Rip currently. Um, Rip. But no, we, me and you were just standing out in the ocean, just like, man, we're having a good time in the ocean. Just two bros standing next to each other in the ocean like you do. Peeing. <laughs> just peeing in the ocean. And then I just look to my left. <laughs> or you, you look to your left because I'm bad. This yeah. is why people are like, why don't you like to go in nature? I'm like, because I don't pay attention to shit. You can be like, Scotty, there's a bear two feet away from you. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. And Scotty, better ba- watch out for that duck. Yeah. Oh, fuck Oh, Scotty, you. there's a duck. Scotty, I, what's the duck? What? I know we've told that one on the podcast. Yep. If, if, I, or I actually think anytime we've told it on the podcast, the podcast gets ruined, but I'm still not going to go back. I'm not going to risk it. But, um... Yeah, I, okay, I, bye, Duck. Bye, Duck. I remember you looking to your left and just going, Hey, Scotty. Yes, my friend Blake. We need to go ashore. <laughs> really? Why? You just want to go back go back and relax or something? No, there's a fucking shark right next to us. Oh, God! And then we just ran for our lives, which it was the equivalent of, like, have you ever seen someone from far away get attacked by a bee? So you can't see the bee. You just see someone starting to flip their shit. That was us. You just saw two boys in the ocean and then just, ah, and then running ashore. Okay, bye. All right. I guess that was, that. they had, they found something there. That was, oh, that was, that was where our other friend Tim died. Yeah, poor Tim. It didn't even, it wasn't even the shark. Tripped on this big stingray. Yeah. Dude, don't, don't talk shit about, my dad got stung by a stingray once. And it was fucked up. It was fucked up because it was like a, it was like a Saving Private Ryan esque movie. Because I could just remember flashes of it. Because I remember like Flash. Oh no, Dad's been hurt. Flash. Dad's on one of those floating things back going like with 
EMTs on each side. Flash, now I'm on one of those floating things and my mom's pulling me ashore and she's crying. Next thing I know, I'm in an ER waiting room watching the Mighty Ducks animated series and being like, I've never watched this show before, but it's pretty much all right. And then someone would be like, yeah, your dad's going to be fine. He did get stung by a stingray because he's a dipshit. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. But he wanted to touch that stingray. Oh, dude, even now when we go to places where they're like, pet the rays, I'm like, fuck yourself. No, I'm not going to. Oh, they're fine. No, they're actually not. The only thing that's terrified me more is when we went to, I think it was the Philadelphia Aquarium, and I think they have hippos. Were they hippos? It was some very large aquatic animal, and I think they were hippos, and... You know me, and you know my mind, and how quickly I can come up with a negative scenario. I just remember staring at this hippo, one of them shit recently, by the way, made the experience a lot worse, and just being like, you know, what if they just rammed that glass? Nothing's gonna stop them from getting the fuck out, is it? So, instead of enjoying things at the nice aquarium, I just spent a lot of time in anxiety mode, like... What if this fucking shitty hippo tries to eat every single last damn one of us? And then I had flashbacks to when me and you played Cabela's on the old on the old BS uh, gaming channel. And that giant ass hippo scared the shit out of me. That was a fast hippo. That was a terrifying hippo. Hippos but, are fast. Yeah, but you know what's not terrifying, Blake? You also know what's not fast? You know... <laughs> Getting all of the love from our lovely patrons over at Patreon. D- Hold on, wait. Salty Frank, yes, the, the, the Spidey Ducks did get an animated series. If I remember correctly, they were like animatronic ducks or some shit. Not animatronic, but they were like mechanical ducks. It was pretty fucking dope. Anyways, as I was saying, guys, patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's where you can go to support the BS network. Support us so we can keep coming out with brand new shows like Fun Fiction, the brand new show where me and my friend Breno, we check out movies or television shows, read fan fiction about it, and then try to come up with our own fan fiction. Uh, This week we did Stranger Things Season 2. I mean, it was technically just all of Stranger Things, but we gushed about Stranger Things Season 2 like the whole time. Uh, so yeah, make sure to check that out. But if you want to support us, if you want to support Fight Boys, Opposite Attractions, any of those, make sure to go over to patreon.com slash a load of BS. Oh wait, also, if you do, you get shouted out every single week on the show, like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Scott Moore, like Alvis Edgehart, like Miss Jenny Side, like all of your favorites over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. S. Now, Blake, I'm gonna make. It's a cold white... in this room. I'm sorry. I'm real cold. I'm uncomfortably cold. But, but Blake, what the fuck? Is it? Oh my god, it's the ghosts. Blake, yeah. Get the fuck out now. There's a ghost in there. Oh well. It, it's coming after you. See, if you had a proper professional lighting setup like I do. You wouldn't know when the ghosts were coming because the fucking light has set my balls on fire. My balls. My balls. My eyeballs. So, Blake, while I make a a cocktail, can you tell us all about Mighty Ducks, the animated series? Well, actually, um, 
Let's see. I would love if you just busted out some real Mighty Ducks knowledge right now. You're just like, it's about Jet McQuackerson and the rest of the ducks. Uh, Mighty Ducks is a series that aired on ABC for the animated <laughs> series and the Disney Afternoon Channel in the fall of 1996. It okay. is fired and very loosely based on the live-action films and NHL team of the same name. 26 okay. episodes were produced in total. The series most recently aired on Toon Disney, but was removed from schedules in November 2004. Woo! Dude, they had, uh... Did you ever go to Disney Quest? Oh, I think maybe once or twice, but we... We never had good internet growing up. Never had. I'm talking about the building. So, so... so, I thought that was the Disney, like, game website. Yeah, no, 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 that was something different. Um, although, I do remember Toontown, and that shit was dope. Um, but I remember now, fucking around in Toontown a lot, trying yeah. to see what bad words were censored and what weren't. Yeah, but um, the Disney Quest, that's now sadly been closed and destroyed, they had a real, real shitty Mighty Ducks arcade game. Or not arcade game, like, it was these giant pucks you would stand on and control, and I honestly, still to this day, I got the high score. I have no fucking idea how the game works. Um, but each paddle, like, you controlled the paddle, and five of them were broken, and it was the worst thing on the planet. It was garbage. Scotty, can I just read this little bit, this snippet from the story of the Mighty Ducks TV animated series? My boy, of course you can. In this series, in another galaxy, in another universe, exists a planet populated entirely by humanoid ducks. Dubbed Puck World by its inhabitants, it is a very cold, icy planet, perfectly suited for the ducks' favorite pastime, ice hockey. For the citizens of Puck World, (laughs) hockey was not simply a sport, but a way of life, occupying virtually every aspect of day-to-day existence, from fashion to philosophy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, fuck. So that's why it's so cold in your room, dude. You've been transfor- You've been transported to Puck World. You're a Puck World boy now. Wait, am I a duck? No, no, you're not a duck. That's the thing. You're gonna have to blend into their world now. You have to learn how to play hockey, like, real fucking quick. Like, you can't pull a fucking, a fucking Jamaican bobsled <laughs> shit. Like, you gotta be well, like, I was from a very hot place where ice was no longer allowed to exist. And we had to all rip our beaks off. <laughs> yes, that's the game. You're just like, I've been in a horrible accident. And so now they had to rip off our beaks. Quack, I'm... quack, motherfucker. Quack, quack, bitch. Do you remember... Okay, with me it wasn't Toontown, and I can I swear to God I cannot remember the website that I used to do this on. Do you ever go trolling for sexting on those pervy... Like, on those like little kid websites? As a Ooh. little kid, hold on. As that, a little, as a little kid, I do not I mean this twenty-four-year-old, twenty-five-year-old Blake Tanner go on those websites now. The words like, have already left your lips. I'm sorry. You you opened the box, Scotty, and what was in the box? <laughs> it, was, it was perfect on kids, and I'm sorry. No, it's the fucking like. I remember being, like, 13 or 14, and I was on some, like, because, like, Toon World, you had a Toon avatar. This was basically, like, a human avatar, and I was on it, and you could just walk around all these various lands, and I remember being, like, a 13-year-old trolling for booty on, like, Club Penguin. 
Are you talking about there two that I'm thinking of? Do you remember Second Life? It was not Second Life. It was not. Because Second Life, I think, grown-ups could get away with trolling for booty on it. Yep. No, this was like a cartoon world. This was straight up a cartoon world. And I remember getting, like, finding people in religious arguments. I could remember finding people who were just like, hey, down to fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. Wait, we're in a. We're in a cartoon was world. It, was it the hotel one? It was Hotel Habo. Habo Hotel. Habo Hotel. It was not Habo Hotel. Fuck, what was it called? Salty Frank, be our man in the chair. Search for us, dude. Um, because it wasn't IMVU. No, it wasn't IMVU. I can, I can almost promise it was not. But, dude, I swear, like, I would just go around and be like, hey, you're kind of cute. Hey, you're not. I'm like, I'm a fucking avatar. This is what I think I need to look like. And you're saying, this is not good. Son of a bitch. Those are some discerning online players. I know. They're just like, we can pretty much tell from underneath that you're a horrifying human being. And I'm like, damn it. Okay, fine. Oh, that reminds me. There's an anime called Sword Art Online. And it's one of those that takes place in a video game. Yeah, yeah, and the first episode um, is actually all of the characters that um, the players have made are like their idealized versions of themselves. Something happens later in the game where um, their avatars are transformed into what they're what they look like in everyday life. Yeah. So there's this one dude, and he was talking to one lady, and then they got transformed, and the well, the lady was a dude. Lady was dude. Lady, lady is was dude, dude now. Um, also, to answer your question, Salty Frank, um, it is not a 3D. It was not 3D. And I remember all the characters had round heads. Oh, 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 also, also, this is a follow-up to a previous episode we did where I could not fucking figure out what the name of Dr. Fuck or whatever that soda was. I figured out today, and it was Dr. Wham. Dr. Wham. It was Doc... Because, like, the problem is Dr. Wham has, like, very traditional packaging now. But back in the day, it was just, like, a mad scientist screaming his face off. And I'm like, it it stuck with me to a point where, like, the other day I was just sitting in a doctor's office. And it was just like, Dr. Wham. That's what it was. I just wasted so much time. Oh my god, Salty Frank is actually being our our guy in the chair. He is searching for this shit. Um, None of what you're saying is accurate, though. It is not Fantage. It is not Woo's World. Um, Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to go into this. This is going to be the slowest. This is going to be the shittiest second segment of all time. I'm going to name off some of the uh, Mighty Ducks characters. <laughs> Meanwhile, Blake Tanner is still firmly in the camp of Mighty Ducks. Wild Wing Flash ba- Blade. Nosedive Flash Blade. Duke L'Orange. Um, what the fuck? Duke L'Orange? Duke L'Orange. Duke L'Orange. Duck L'Orange. Um, Mallory McMallard. <laughs> Man, man, they didn't try on these, did they? <laughs> no. Uh, Tanya Vanderflock. Okay, I'm feeling that one. Check Hardwing. Check Hardwing. Yeah. What? 
a super strong Goliath with a zen-like philosophy. <laughs> with a zen-like philosophy! Oh. I'm searching animated like game MMORPG and I'm almost positive it's not considered an MMORPG. Um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, I think we may have to give up that. When one door is closed, when one uh, case is solved in the form of Dr. Wham, another case is opened in the form of that website what I tried to get fucked on. <laughs> Are you sure I... that you weren't just playing a single player game? My boy, no, I got rejected far too many times for that to Are you happen. sure that wasn't just part of the game? <laughs> they were just like, you need to level up further. <laughs> or you could buy 50 gems right now. 50 s sexy gems. So, Blake, we talked about it before the show. My uh, my shitty cock... Because, like, I don't have orange Powerade anymore, so I have to use, like, fruit punch Powerade to make my shitty redneck old-fashioned. And I've now mixed scotch... Uh, bitters and fruit punch Powerade, and let me tell you something, my boy, it ain't bad. It's not bad. Uh, Salty Frank, okay. I, I cannot describe the game any more detailed than I have. You are a dude, and you walk around various realms, and you try to get fucked. Like, in that last part was an ad. That was a Scotty requested ad to it. Like, otherwise, you just kind of made your own cool little avatar and walked around a world, which I know is describing every fucking game ever. Like, that was it. That's all I can remember. Uh, thinking of games like that, though, it reminds me of the old days playing RuneScape. Oh, shit, it was RuneScape. No. Um, <laughs> man, okay, so I spent the last three hours doing the same thing I do for, like, an hour before I go to sleep, and that's watching Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, shit, it's my favorite thing on... I didn't, because, like, for a very long time, I was like, I don't want to watch Gordon Ramsay yell at someone for a long time. No, that's exactly what I want in life, my dude. It's the best shit on the planet. Because it's so rewarding at the end of the episode where Gordon's just like, all right, we've been through a lot. Your manager is a fucking asshole. But we've come out on the other side. You've got a beautiful restaurant. I'm like, oh, that's just heartwarming. Other than that one episode where he was just like, fuck this restaurant, I'm out, and then leaves. Then there was always the episode where he cooked people. Yeah, yeah, that was a very good one. I really enjoyed that one. Um, <coughs> so, no, it's not Pop Tropica, Salty Frank. Um, I'm sorry for those of you listening on iTunes, but the rest of the show will be occasionally like stopped by me being like no it's not this salty frank um but yeah i think we need to make our own nightmare show because he also did like hell's hotel and stuff like that and i did contemplate making arcade nightmares where my grandparents arcade would be first on the list and we'd be like uh could you please take out the giant old mcdonald's sign that you stole when the mcdonald's got torn down in our city so, that was one idea, but what Is other... it really stealing if it's trash? I think... Probably. Probably, yeah. I think legally. I think legally so. But what? what's our nightmare show? Where do we go? I mean, if we just rapid fire out names, like Butt Nightmares, 
Uh, uh, no, this would be Blake and Scotty's podcast nightmares. Podcast. Okay, so we go to other podcasts. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. If Except you could, the problem you is. You can pick two worse people to do this show. Well, that's the thing, Scotty. We are the nightmares. <laughs> I No, I love the idea of like a podcast version of like a Mr. T. <laughs> Or not Mr. T. What the fuck? Ice T pimp my ride. Or we're just like, we don't pimp your cast. And when they come on, and they're just like, no, I do my show right. This is the way we need to do your show. And you're like, and then me and you walk in like, how many shots of liquor do you take before you record a show? I, I don't drink. I have to remember all this information about history. I don't give a damn. Three shots of liquor at the least. I'm sorry, sir. Listen, let me tell you, nobody wants to hear about history unless you're absolutely blasted. That's why the only history show left on television is drunk history. Yeah, but we're talking about podcasts, and I'm fairly sure there's like a widely popular history podcast, but it's okay. Like we go to But no. they're not drunk. We go to Welcome to Night Vale and we're like, what the fuck is this? None of it's real. You had to be convinced for like three weeks this shit was really happening. It ain't real. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, Fabe. This is bullshit. Hey, Fabe. So it's literally me and you just going around to good podcasts and making... It's the opposite. It's it's podcast dreams that we turn into nightmares. It... It's also the opposite of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go around like... Because it makes people sad. (laughs) Is this an advice show from the modern era? You guys don't even do real advice. You just do jokes and funny things. Give real advice. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I guess that's what we're gonna do now. Yep. Uh, we've gathered all of you here in this room. All 657 of you. To tell you one thing, Fuck there's me. too many bad movie podcasts. <laughs> Hold on, that one's not going to be dissing. That one's actually just going to be genuine of us being like, hey, could y'all calm it? Calm, calm it. down for a second. I'm going to pick three, and it's the three bad movie podcasts I listen to. Everyone else out. Everyone and else don't stop. think you're going to start uh, two white guys talking to each other because that seminar has been full for months. <laughs> yeah. We teach it at this point. We teach that podcast. Oh. Okay, so, okay. Scotty and Blake's podcast dreams. So, okay, who who else do we need to confront? Who else do we, Mark Marin? Do we need to be like, Mark Marin, you need, you need a change. You've been doing this for too long, Mark. We need a new character out of you. We need something new. We need something interesting. So here, check this out. We're going to shave off your eyebrows, Mark Marin. That's going to be a new exciting look for your character. We're also going to change your name to Mark Heron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hark Marin. Well, and ha- then you're going to just be a bird. Oh, yeah, that's all he is. He, he's a giant bird, He and he's also going to be played by John Oliver now. Yep. Thank I'll you for your time, Mark. A la Zazu in uh, Zazu in uh, the Lion King, which, by the way, they released the. Well, I'm sure they did this a while ago, but the cast list for the Lion King, and there's no better Zazu than John Oliver. Mm. Try and convince me otherwise. We could go to cooking podcasts and scream at them because 
What are you doing? You can't see shit. How can you expect to prepare a meal if you can't see the dish being prepared before you? None of this is written down. What are you doing? What the fuck? Now, now it's just become kitchen nightmares except for a podcast. Um, here's my question, though. There are fucking cooking podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Um, oh my god, Salty Frank has been giving us a diatribe about Pora Ora, the fucking, uh, web, like, one of these websites, and I'm almost completely positive it's not Pora Ora, dude. I hate to put it to you, you seem very dedicated to the fact that it's Pora Ora, but I will Google it really quick. It's not Pora Ora. It's not, well, hold on, it's not 3D. I don't know if you've been looking for 3D, but it is not a 3D <laughs> land. Now, now, now we've sent our listeners on a quest of find this website. It's the worst, Blake. Whoop, 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 whoop. So this is our, this is the real podcast nightmare. This is two weeks in a row where the title is going to be probably something that makes people not want to listen. Last week was comedy suicide, and I can almost, unless something great happens in section three, almost guarantee this one will be called podcast nightmares. I like that name. Uh, it's a good name. We just have to figure out how to make it work. Because you you can't have it be called Podcast Nightmares and it not be a podcast. That's the thing. And then you, how do you get that same Kitchen Nightmares vibe? I don't know. Can we, can we trademark the name Podcast Nightmares? I mean, I can probably, if I had the money, buy us on, like, godaddy.com, <laughs> podcastnightmare.com. And then we could just own that, at least a little <laughs> bit. That way, if anyone tries to copyright it, what's their next step? We're going to make a website. Uh, they're going to have to buy it from us. And what's the price? What's our price for buying the web address? Uh, it would, in fact, be the patent for the name. So, therefore, we're in a real... Uh, a, a real situation here, a real sticky wicket. Either that or one million dollars. For one million dollars, we will give you podcast nightmare. Oh man, I think that might be the next shirt. By the way, um, uh, uh, which I'm not even trying to use this as a transition, but the next shirt on merch.aloadofpurebs.com, it may just be Blake and Scotty podcast nightmares and then me and you just like as grotesque visions looking out so it'd be like this real like hardcore punk shirt so yeah yeah so make sure to keep checking out merch dot a load of pure bs dot com ladies and gentlemen for that shirt it'll probably be coming out at the end of this month but for right now, make sure to get merch for all the other BS Network shows for Fight Boys, Fun Fiction, Opposite Attractions, or just get you a shirt with the BS logo on it. Or, of course, get the brand new BS Undesirables shirt. Do you? I, I remembered what the word was this week. Uh, do, you, do you enjoy Harry Potter? Do you enjoy the BS? Well, get this shirt that blends us both. Because, of course, as much as people want to say that Harry Potter was the biggest undesirable, me and Blake are much more undesirable than Harry Potter, as evidenced by that last segment. So, yeah, make yes. sure to check it, check it all out. Buy it all up at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. So, Blake. Yep. 
You ready for this? I'm sorry. It's now time. Dude, we're we're like one or two weeks away from the finals of a three-fucking-month-long tournament. The BS Buck Wild Movie Tournament. I mean, dude, we, we've had some competitors this season. We've had some great stuff going on, some exciting things happening. But right now, we're here to determine the finals. We already know, obviously, nothing but trouble made it. But now we got the real toughie, the tough decision of the season, and it is uh, Space Jam, the movie that inspired this entire tournament, versus Bad Lieutenant, Port of Orleans, starring Nick Cage. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Bad Lieutenant, Call of Duty, Agent at Arms. So, okay. I mean, I... I, I guess now we can kind of make it a more of an even battle because this was my movie and we can bring it against your movie. Um, and, I mean, I just want to begin with Space Jam is what started this whole thing. Space Jam was buck wild enough that me, exhausted in a Disney hotel, was able to look at the TV and be like, this needs to be a full tournament of 16 movies. Like, it's, it was that big of an impact as far as buck wildness goes. Uh, I'm hearing what you're saying. Um, okay. Okay. But objection. I'm sorry. Objection. I wanted, I wanted I'm, to I'm do just that. saying, but you, you've really worked on this with your, all of your promotional skills and just really wanting to pull something onto your side of buck wildness. But we live in a real world. Mr. Moore. I'm oh my Hansard. God. And I truly show the, the side of beauty in Buck Wild by casting one of the greatest Buck Wild actors whom his appearance in any movie would consider it to be a Buck Wild one in one of his most talented acting roles yet being a crazy out-of-his-head lieutenant who hallucinates iguanas and... <laughs> <clears throat> I made it a really thoughtful moment so you can think about your life and the finality of it all. I have a Herzog and this is my movie. Okay. Now now here here's the thing, Mr Mr. Tanner, Mr. Tanner was it was. I'm now I'm just a simple small town lawyer. And I hear everything you're saying about your main actor, Nicolas Cage. But let me tell you something about this movie. This movie was so enticing, was so crazy, that a man who, let me remind you, has no agent. A man who no one knows how to get into contact with him. He will contact you if he wants to. A man who is uh, obviously the most difficult to reach in Hollywood. He made it a point to star and be in this movie and that is, of course, Bill Murray. <laughs> the hardest get in Hollywood decided to be in Space Jam. Decided to come in. And let me tell you something. Like, Bill Murray. Not only, he is not playing a character. He's playing a fucking Bill Murray. Let me move on from him playing Bill Murray. At the end of the fucking movie. The end of Space Jam. What happens? Oh, they're down a player. 
can't remember why right now. I think someone got shot. And they're like, uh, Marvin the Martian is just like, mm, excuse me, you need a fifth player for your team. I don't know why he was German, but he was. At which point they're like, oh no, who's going to help us? Maybe some uh, new Looney Tunes character. Maybe a classic b-ball player would come back. Maybe Michael Jordan and Larry Bird would finally settle their differences. No, who the fuck comes in? Bill Murray! And Bill Murray <laughs> kicks ass at basketball and promptly retires from the sport. Captain Tibbs is sending you a message. Oh no, oh in chat. no. His, is this something I have needs? shown you I have shown you all that I have but not all that I have Oh no are we going to have to watch some fucking oh no This is quite possibly one of my favorite scenes in this movie Okay it is like, where uh, a man's soul dances over his recently deceased corpse Blake and Nicolas oh, Cage oh. sees it all Okay so I'm not first things first before I even start it I do want to say that I love the fact that Nick Cage's fucking face don't even look real. It looks photoshopped. Yep, that is his face always. Um, this is when Nick's character is with the local drug lord, I believe. Yeah, is it this gray-haired eraser-head looking motherfucker? Oh, no, wait for him. They, this, it happens quick. Okay. Pick it up. Tell okay. me when you hear the harmonica. Oh, yeah, no, the harmonica just happened, and now here's some... Oh, no! My boy just got shot! And now there's another person shot. And now the third person's been shot, and there's just some nice harmonica. And we're definitely getting demonetized on YouTube for this one. Um, this Jamie Foxx-looking sure, motherfucker yeah. looks real intense. His soul's still dancing. <laughs> What? His soul is still dancing? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! What's happening? Blake! Blake, why would you do this? You see, it was not your friend Blake who did this, but it was I. <laughs> God damn it, I just saw the iguana. It was Werner Herzog who did this to you, my brother. Werner did this the whole time. Oh, shit. Holy shit. <coughs> that was... I, 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 I hate you. I hate you so much. Do you know what the weirdest thing is? I'd almost completely forgotten about this scene because I haven't watched the movie again. Except for the first time that I brought this movie, I knew that I had to keep this one in the chamber. Boy, you fucking used it. Well, oh my god. Damn it, son of a bitch, Blake. Why would you do that to me so early in this battle? Now I gotta figure, cause like my my fucking chamber shot, my shot was going to be straight up, uh, Bill Murray coming in at the end of the basketball game. But I can't really think of anything more buck wild in that movie. I mean, there's the 
over-sexualized bunny, which is also very good. There's all the Bill Murray. There's all the Wayne Knight. There's the Danny DeVito as an alien. But fuck that breakdancing dead guy. That was too good, man. You're a piece of you're a piece of shit. And the movie, like these are some of like the prime examples. Uh, but there are so many moments where Cage, his character, just hallucinates shit. Yeah, hold on. Are iguanas always a prominent thing? Uh, I think they make a couple of appearances. Like, they... I think there's another time where the iguana shows up. There was certainly one there, my boy. Um, Yep. Man, fuck you. Fuck you, that was good. Um, shit. I'm just now, like, trying to find something good. Something good to go with Space Jam. And I just can't, man. There's nothing. You, you've wrecked me. Oh. You're just like, feels good, man. Feels yep. good. Well, I'm still, I'm also looking for um, anything else, just in case. I've already got the Nick Cage threatens an old lady who is infirm and confined to a wheelchair by cutting her oxygen what? off. What? What? Yep. Because he's trying, her grandson is uh, a witness that they need to testify, and he's run away. Yeah. So he basically threatens and tortures her, um, and he ends up shoving a gun in her nurse's face. What the fuck, dude? You got crazy Nick Cage, and I feel like that was... That was an ace in the hole, and I'm mad that that's what destroyed me. It was crazy. Because it was Nick. my choice. It was my decision to bring in crazy Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it ended up being my undoing. I, don't, I think that it's just... Nick Cage already brings a level of buck wild to any movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you add a story that is so, like weirdly grounded and introspective and psychologically like Buck Wild as Werner Herzog making a movie with Nick Cage in it. Man, son of a bitch. That one, that was good. That was very, very good. And I think uh, we haven't done this. We haven't been doing this for the past couple. I I mean, I think we did it last week because we kind of let, we kind of kept talking about, um, food fight because we knew nothing but trouble was gonna move on um but i think we're gonna give space jam kind of a uh, a a send-off if you will an american right. idol send-off i get uh so so we're ready to call it yeah i i think so i mean after that break dancing motherfucker uh i, th- I think that's gonna where we're gonna call it but uh, for right now let's just Everybody get up, it's time to slam now Got a real jam going now Welcome to the Space Jam Everybody dance It's your chance For the Space Jam Alright Put your hands in the air If you feel fine Everybody 
Like that last few minutes where I was looking up Space Jam stuff, it was me attempting to find the chords to the Space Jam theme song, and I could not find fucking shit. So that was all improv from me, baby. That was all. That was a Sky Moore original. Well, oh, we did it. We it did took it. To, it took to the finals, but it got it to the finals. Oh shit! Wait, hold on. I do have the actual lyrics now. Here, do, should I just do like the first? first chorus uh yeah just give him a little bit okay i'll give him a little bit more i'll give him a little bit more we can just we'll, we'll crank out this old guitar one more time i guess we're i, I think we were expecting a, this bit to go on a little bit longer yeah i didn't realize how quickly you were going to fucking wreck my shit with oh fuck my phone died Party people in the house let's go it's your boy jay ski all right so Pass the thing, watch me flex Behind my back, you know what's next To the jam, all in your face What's up, just feel the bass Dropping, rocking, down the room Shaking, quaking, space kaboom Just work that body, work that body Make sure you don't hurt nobody Get wild, lose your mind Take this thing into overtime Now DJ, turn it up I said DJ, turn it up I'm Gonna quickly scroll right now Come on, get on the floor Let's go, alright, so Everybody get up, it's time to slam now Got a real jam going now Welcome to the Space Jam it's your chance, do your chance at the Space Jam, alright. It's the Space Jam. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, on Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans, uh, Mr. Herzog had this to say. <clears throat> of course, there's some sort of what I would call the bliss of evil in this movie. Yeah. The enjoyment of evil is there, which makes you laugh a lot. Which so makes you laugh bliss. a lot. Oh. I also really like that I gave Space Jam this nice fucking, like, fade off into the darkness, and you're like, why don't I get one last dig in at him with the, with the fucking wonderburst known as Werner Herzog? Oh, I think, yeah, that would be exactly what Bad Lieutenant would do, because honestly, I think going into this final feud of feuds, Bad Lieutenant is coming in as the as the heel. Oh, so Bad, <laughs> bad Lieutenant's the heel. So wait, okay, so here's the story. Space Jam, we're gonna go fucking full JWF on this. Space Jam lost it. 
Every Space Jam was a fan favorite. Everyone was loving Space Jam. And so afterwards, Space Jam is standing in the ring, right, waving to the crowd. They're just like, uh, just like, like an, an, another would get a na 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 na, hey hey goodbye. But no, Space Jam is just getting a thank you, Space Jam. Thank you, Space Jam. And so Space Jam's like, thank you guys so much. I'm just happy. I'm happy I got to be in this tournament. I'm happy I got to work. And then, ah! And then Space Jam gets hit from behind by with a steel chair by Bad Lieutenant. And Bad Lieutenant is now beating the shit out of it. Oh, no. Wait. The bell's ringing. There's some music playing. Who is that? It's nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble is coming down the aisle. Way to help out Space Jam. <laughs> I think... It would be funnier if you imagined each of these movies represented by the main character. So Dan Aykroyd <laughs> running down to the ring to help Michael Jordan, who's getting the shit kicked out of him currently by Nicolas Cage. Yep. Oh, God, yes. Okay, so now, we, now we've got stakes. We've got some stakes behind next week's. Although, hold on. Do we want to do... A losers, not losers bracket, but a losers match to determine the third. Do we want to do Space Jam versus Food Fight? I think that might be fun. Okay, okay, I'm down with that. So next week we're going to do the the bronze bracket. We're going to do Space Jam versus uh, Space Jam versus Food Fight. Food Fight. See who comes out on top. Following week, it goes down. We're going to have it. The battle of all battles. The evil, the unstoppable force in the form of... The unstoppable force in the form of fucking uh, Bad Lieutenant. I do not think nothing has been able to stop Bad Lieutenant this whole way. Like, anything I tried to throw, it pushed through violently. So It was eaten by the iguanas. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, and the immovable object is nothing but trouble, where... Like, we could try to move it. We could have tried to stop it, but no. It it, it is a firm rock. It cannot Mm -hmm. be pushed. So, yeah. It is a battle for the ages, dude. It's coming down to it. I'm happy we've now added these intense stakes behind it. And also a nice little Space Jam theme song. (laughs) Nice little Space Jam cover in the middle of it. Um, Can we say that Space Jam is going to be in the corner? (laughs) The corner of... uh, of nothing but trouble now. Oh, uh, I think maybe. I think yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, so, of yeah. course, that means that uh, Bad Lieutenant is just going to get its buddy uh, food fight in. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think Bad Lieutenant actually has a friend uh, from way, 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 way earlier in the tournament known as the Sorcerer's Apprentice. And the only reason why he's friends with him is because it's also another Nick Cage film. And that's what's going to bring him in. <laughs> Yeah, even though they fought earlier in the match, or in the uh, you earned my respect. Now me and Nick, now Nick and Nick will join together to fight you. Except I'm Magic Nick. Uh, yeah. So that's we're gonna do that, and then hopefully sometime in the next two weeks, me and you are gonna get together and record some bonus audio tracks for our lovely patrons over at Patreon.com. They're essentially gonna yeah. be like riff tracks, I guess. And hopefully we can actually watch the movies. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be... We're going to try to do it for the final four, aren't we? Like, all four of them? Yeah, um, I was hoping. Oh, God, that means we have to watch Food Fight. We would have to watch Food Fight. It's all right. It's fine. We'll, we'll, We'll have to deal with Food Fight when we do. 
But yeah, for now, Blake Tanner, it's been an episode. We definitely just had to fill five minutes of dead air because you fucking murdered me in five minutes with a damn breakdancing ghost. <laughs> oh. I'm so glad when I pulled the trigger the last time I had one left in the chamber. Yeah, dude. Is that what you learned this week? <laughs> yep. I and learned that when you're at your most desperate and when all you've got left is the very bottom of the barrel, but in the bottom of the barrel there's a gold nugget. Yeah. And a gold a gold gold nug. I like I know it's it's like when you're staring down an over-sexualized bunny and Michael Jordan, you have one choice. Kill them both with one bullet. Um, and I learned, um, and this and this, and it might be the fast amount of whiskey I've had talking, but I've learned that I always dread doing this show because I never know what we're going to do. But that's really the beauty of it because you're my buddy and I love you. So anyways, oh. fuck off. Uh, so, eat a dick. Eat a dick. And I do love, uh, oh yeah, Salty Frank says that was not a gold nugget you had, but like that was a platinum nugget that you brought <laughs> to the table, my friend. That was the platinum nugget. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, Blake Tanner, where can they find you on the internet, my boy? You can find me chilling with Nick Cage. Uh... You can also find me at uh, Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at that place as well on other social media. I don't know what social media I'm on anymore. Uh, sometimes we stream video games with my other channel, The Dark Room Vidya. That's Dark Room, V-I-D-Y-A on Twitch. And we have a YouTube with the same name. Jesus, okay. cr Jesus Christ, there is a vast difference between Shaq Blake and normal Blake. Like, it's just like... Hey, what's up, guys? And hey, guys! Anyways, um, also yeah, it's a really weird transition where you kind of go from this back to that. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I learned something the other day, and I don't know why I stalked your Instagram, but your very first photo on your Instagram is of us. I was no. Like, oh, <clears throat> look at that! And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at <clears throat> Scotty Mo. That's S C O T C Y E. M.O. and please buy all my books on Amazon. Quiesel Corp, Quiesel Corp Risen, Quiesel Corp Revelations. The entire trilogy is out. I'm actually hopefully getting a tattoo this weekend to commemorate it. I'm getting the seal of Graticus on my forearm. I'm really pumped about that. So make sure to buy all that. But wait a minute, Blake. This ain't the Quiesel Corp podcast. This is the BS podcast. That's why I need to tell these people about BS versus the gods. Uh, it honestly might be... I love the Quiesel Corp trilogy more than anything else, but I think the, B the BS series that I'm going to start up, and yes, it will be a series, I love it to death. It's me and Blake, and we take on different gods. Like, I know this one, we had a bunch of Grecian gods that we fought. Next one, we might move into Roman, Greek, uh, I already said that one, Norse, all these different gods. We do battle. It's kind of like Supernatural meets American Gods mm -hmm. meets me and Blake getting real fucking drunk, and I'm really proud of it. So make sure to buy all of that on Amazon, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, make sure to check out all the other BS Network products online at a load of pure BS. <laughs> Dot com. There's Fun Fiction, which I talked about earlier. Opposite Attractions, where me and my buddy Jim Murphy build our own theme park. This season's been getting pretty exciting because he's kind of let me off the leash and I can build any fucking thing I want. And it's kind of buck wild this season. And then, of course, 
Fight Boys are pro wrestling podcast and of course make sure to pick up your merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com donate to the patreon at patreon.com slash a load of bs oh wait salty frank is now asking was the game our world and i'm almost positive that it was not our world but i will do a very quick google search to make sure it was not our world so let's see our world dot 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 it unfortunately was not our world, my boy. I I deeply apologize for that, salty Frank. So the mystery still remains unsolved. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a load of pure BS.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. And remember, you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes, you bitches. And we will see you next week.